podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Here comes Bosco's Boys, here comes Bosco's Boys, right down Bosco's Boys Lane. Santa Claus, Scott, and all the boneheads on Willie's crazy train. Chauncey's chewing on the mistletoe, oh, what a beautiful noise. Grab a brew and talk KSU, cause here comes Bosco's Boys. Here comes Bosco's Boys, here comes Bosco's Boys. Here comes Bosco's Boys. Here comes Bosco's Boys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you guys. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I've i said it um, since we started this Christmas period that I, I would keep things going all the way to the new year. And uh, with Christmas falling on a Monday, that means I am coming to you guys on Christmas Day. Um, first and foremost, I, I hope you guys are all having a Merry Christmas. Um and I would imagine not many of you guys will listen to this episode, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, it's important to me to to keep the streak going of shows on Monday, and uh, I wanted to get all the way through the year. So we've had some Christmas special episodes in the past. Um, so this isn't new. Um, we've had shows on Christmas Eve. I don't know if we've had a show drop on Christmas Day yet. Um, but hey, there's a first time for everything. Uh, I, 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 this, I mean, this isn't going to have a ton of K-State content tomorrow. We'll have a top 10 countdown. Um, we'll have on the 27th, my bowl preview episode planning on having a whip around a mini whip around, uh, on the 28th, the day of the bowl game should have a bowl game reaction, uh, to you guys on Friday. And then, uh, and, and then we're done. Then, then we're done for the year. Uh, it really has been a fun and fast year in K-State Sports. Another fun and fast year uh, for Bosco's Boys, the show. Um, I, I guess to try to keep things uh, K-State related, um, I'm going to talk about the biggest gifts to K-State fans so far this year. Um, I'm going to end talking about uh, my own personal Christmas traditions. Uh, and then and then I'll just kind of end with a little the reason for the season PSA at the end. So uh, if you are listening and you don't want to hear that, feel free to skip it. I'm, I'm not going to try to push anything on anyone. Uh, but before we do, folks who, I mean, honestly, Christmas is here. But uh, if you're like me, you may have... Um, um, a family member. My mom's birthday is, you know, first week in uh, January, January 5th. So an early happy birthday to my mom. Uh, my birthday is on the 27th. So again, if you're still in the gift giving and cater of spirit, I'm sure there's different things you can do. Uh, and, and something I'm going to do is continue to get my gifts at Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle's the spot for the best K-State Officially licensed apparel and a ton of other colleges as well. Uh, they have all sorts of great Kansas City local icon stuff. Of course, the great Kansas City heart shirts. Iconic with Charlie Hustle and with Kansas City. 
Uh, you can always, if you don't want to go to charliehustle.com, which I can't imagine why you wouldn't, they have their shop on the Country Club Plaza as well. So get in there, buy some gifts. Heck, there's always great deals, great deals going on after Christmas. I have no idea if Charlie Hustle's going to. Um, but it's always a great time. And also, so uh, I am recording this. I'm recording this on the 23rd. So I, I was able to go to the Wichita State game down T-Mobile and avoid melting down. But they had, oh my gosh, there were so many people, myself included, rocking those awesome Charlie Hustle Varsity jackets. Uh, so whether you get a lavender, black, white, it doesn't matter what color, they all are so good looking. So buy yourself one as a little New Year's present or, uh, hey, I made it through Christmas present to yourself. So check them out. All right. Uh, the biggest gifts to K-State fans um, so far this year. Uh, first, you got to go with Jerome Tang gifting the K-State fans an Elite Eight run. Um, again, I it, it, it's not really worth you know comparing the different runs. Um, but you think back to Frank's run. You think back to Bruce Weber's run. And again, both of them, there's parallels to what Jerome Tang did. Um, and I think maybe the year, uh, you know, we made the run with Frank, CBS was falling, K-State around. Uh, but I think this most recent run, more than any other run in my lifetime, um, K-State really kind of became the story of the tournament. And I think it is it was due to Jerome Tang. It was due to Keontae Johnson. It was due to... Marquise Noel. You had three of the best personalities, three of the best stories of the entire March Madness season all on one team, and it just happened to be our team. So uh, I want to give a big thank you to Jerome Tang, to Marquise Noel, to Keontae Johnson, that entire basketball team, because uh, as you guys have heard in some of the recent uh, top 10 episodes, and we still got two more top 10 episodes where um, this basketball team really has been ever present. And, uh, you know, again, it started in 2012 or 2022, excuse me, but Jerome Tang reigniting that fever pitch for K State fans uh, when it comes to their basketball support is second to none. Uh, my opinions on Bruce Weber are unchanged. Everyone knows kind of how I feel about how the Bruce Weber era went, and I'm, and honestly, I, everyone knows I'm I'm not uh, I'm not clean from that. I I had the exact same reactions a lot of folks did, but there was so much hatred, there was so much divide amongst the K State fan base, and Jerome Tang really did bring back that fever pitch, that excitement for basketball, and reunite. Uh, K-State fans all together um, under uh, his leadership. So, big thank you to that gift uh, from Jerome Tang. Um, the next big thank you is to Gene Taylor. Gene Taylor giving K-State fans uh, the gift of extending not only Chris Kleiman, not only Jerome Tang, but himself as well. Um, we have seen uh, over time at K-State, we have seen... Other spots in college athletics where if you don't have a good athletics director, um, it doesn't matter. Even if you make a good coaching hire, it's not going to last. 
Uh, everyone knows Gene Taylor comes on this show. Um, I've been accused of being a mouthpiece before. I can assure you I'm not. Um, as much as I like to talk about Gene Taylor and me being friends, eh, I don't think he'd consider us friends. I think, uh, he, you know, he he shakes my hand when he, when he sees me. I'm not a mouthpiece, uh, but I do love uh, Gene Taylor. I, I do think he is uh, approaching, and depending on the rest of his tenure, and really the tenure of Chris Kleiman and Jerome Tang, uh, he could go down as the greatest AD K-State's ever had. Um, so being able to lock both of those coaches up long-term, uh, he himself signing a an extension, new facilities. We opened a volleyball facility. They just finished the indoor track like literally last week. Um the football, indoor-outdoor facility, the Shamrock Zone, what we've been able to do under Gene Taylor's leadership um, is second to none. Now, when it comes to fundraising, when it comes to uh, facilities, of course, and, and I'm not going to shy away from this, John Curry played a big part of getting things started. But I think some of the worry from K-State fans when the transition happened was, okay, can the next guy keep the momentum going when it comes to fundraising when it comes to facilities, and I think Gene Taylor has tenfold. Um, so I want to thank Gene Taylor for that. The next big gift that was given to K-State fans that I want to talk about is Cooper Beebe coming back. Um, Cooper Beebe really does exemplify everything that makes K-State great, and he's a Kansan. He uh, was an unheralded recruit. He comes and becomes the greatest K-State offensive lineman of all time. He became what I think probably became the greatest K-State football player of all time. He could have gone and been drafted last year, second or third round pick, uh, in Kansas City, his hometown. He's a KCK kid. But he came back because he had a legacy he wanted to continue to build on. He wanted to stand for something. He he wasn't afraid to say, hey, I want to have a all-time great type of career. And I think I need to come back to accomplish that. And he has accomplished that. Cooper Beebe uh, gives inspiration to future K-State athletes. And maybe to all of us uh, in our own lives. To not shy away from greatness. To not be afraid to speak out and say, hey, I want to accomplish this. No matter how big of a goal, no matter how scary it might be, speaking it into existence and not shying away from the challenge. Again, I, I think what Cooper Beebe did this year and what he proved by coming back um, may be overshadowed uh, in his career of some of the accolades. Of course, a consensus unanimous first-team All-American, a Big 12 champion, a two-time offensive lineman of the year in the Big 12. Um, but what he was, what he did, he, he stood in front of everyone last uh, you know, winter and said, I'm coming back because I want to play with my brother, because I want to be the first K-State lineman up on the Ring of Honor. I want to be considered one of the greatest of all time to ever do it. And in a time in college athletics where it is about getting paid, it's about getting into the portal and maximizing your value, going pro, and this lack of you know loyalty. And again, this is not a shot at other at other players. 
uh, college coaches can come and go, fans can come and go, um, and, and, and this is a world where folks are less loyal anywhere. Your employer's not loyal to you. You're not loyal to your employer. This is not this is not a shot. I'm just saying it, it, we are in a day and age where uh, it is rare to see Cooper Beebe, people like Cooper Beebe, do what he did. And I think all K State fans uh, need to thank him for a gift of that final year. And the final thing for K State as a whole. Um, that that I think we need to be thankful for a, a big time gift um, is for for you know I'm it's the Big Twelve surviving. Look, I is the Big Twelve as strong of a conference as it could have been, should have been, no. But the Big Twelve survived. Um, we're bringing in some more teams from the Pac-12, and at three or four different points in the Big 12's history. Um, it looked like the Big 12 could be the conference that died. Um, but it's not. And I disagree with Brett Yormark uh, on a lot of things. I don't think he's been a perfect commissioner. And, and quite frankly, I, I think he might even be a tad bit overrated. Um, but he was able to shepherd us through the TV negotiations and get things done. He was able to be part of... Uh, you know, the group of athletic directors and presidents that were able to bring in uh, the four Pac-12 defectors. Um, so K-State has a home in big-time college athletics. I think college athletics is going to see a rapid change uh, over the next five years. I, I'll be honest. I have no idea if it's going to resemble anything, you know, that it is right now. I have no idea if I'm still going to be a fan of college athletics in five years' time. I, I don't. I, I don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, but for the time being, K-State in the Big 12 has a spot, and uh, I, I think that is a great gift. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it, as much as I, I kind of push back on some of the stuff that Brett Yormark does, you got to give a big thank you to him. One more big thank you before I do some personal show gifts, uh, thank yous, uh, and then uh, get into just talking about some of my Christmas traditions and, like I said, a little bit of reason for the season at the end of the episode. I want to give a shout-out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Manhattan Brewing Company is the best in the biz. If you haven't gone and seen on YouTube, on the 1012 Network YouTube page or the 1012 Podcast podcast feed, Myself, Philip Slavin of the 1012 Network, and all three owners of Manhattan Brewing Company, we got together, we drank some beers, paired them with some Pop-Tarts, talked about the pairings, and had an absolute blast. These guys love making fun beer. These guys love making delicious beer. The vibes are always immaculate inside Manhattan Brewing Company. Get in there this holiday season. If you're like me and you have this entire week off of work, get in there. Maybe watch the Pop-Tarts Bowl there. Maybe just grab a couple four-packs there. It doesn't matter. I promise you are going to enjoy your visit to the brewery. Also, be polite, but pester your local liquor store, especially if you're in the state of Kansas, so you can get Manhattan Brewing Company beer right there at your local liquor store. They want to sell you beer. They want to sell you product. So just tell them you want some Manhattan Brewing Company four-packs and I'm sure you're going to have a nice little New Year's gift from your local liquor store in January. Shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company helping make this show happen now for 18 months. I love those guys. I love that beer. Um, 
There isn't a better partnership in the entire podcasting world than Bosco's Boys and Manhattan Brewing Company. Um, first, you know, the gifts of sponsorship. Again, shout out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Shout out to Charlie Hustle, uh, who, who helped make this show happen. Again, I wouldn't have long-term partnerships with companies that I don't believe in and that I don't think you guys would enjoy. I hope hearing about the products, hearing about the releases, uh, being able to do fun stuff with giveaways and different types of shows with both of these companies, I hope you guys have enjoyed it, and I hope you guys continue to uh, you know, shop you know, with them uh, in person, online, um, because... I think they're great. I think they're great companies, and, and they do help help us out here at Bosco's Boys. Um, the next, I, I do want to thank the Boneheads. Um, the community that we have built, and I, I talk about this on anniversary episodes or milestone episodes quite often, but, but the community of friends, the community of K-State fans that we've been able to build uh, truly has... Uh, probably been the best part about this show i've said it a handful of times um i mean look we we get a few thousand downloads few thousand listens for every episode bigger episodes are big this one probably not going to be very big uh but any given episode during football basketball season we get a few thousand downloads and it comes from a handful of different countries it comes from just about every state in america um, and I would be doing it uh, with or without all of the lessons, all of the downloads without the sponsors, because I'm still having fun doing this. But what adds to the enjoyment, what adds to the uh, camaraderie, what adds to the excitement every time I do an episode that I think went well or have a new guest is seeing the reaction from the boneheads, from, from the listeners from this show. Um, I love going to K-State games and having folks come up and say, hey, love your show. My name's Blah, you know, insert here. This is my Twitter handle. I've been listening since Blitz Month and and having those interactions um, because I get to meet more people, because I get to spread my love of K-State sports and and help give you guys an outlet to, you know, get your feelings out as well. I, I, I love that there has been little pockets of fans that have become friends through live shows, through interacting with each other on Twitter that maybe started uh, with Bosco's Boys. I I love that so much. And uh, like I said, I'd probably still be doing this show uh, even if if, we weren't as widespread as we are. Um, But having the interactions with the Boneheads, that just makes it all that much better. Um, A thank you and a Merry Christmas to all the different guests who have come on this year again still pretty sure we're gonna have a first timer giving a primer uh, for nc state uh on uh the 28th on 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 game day but we've had i mean what price 10 11 different folks uh talk about their team um we've had Folks who come on a ton, like Philip Slavin of the 1012 Network, Jimmy Goheen, a.k.a. KSU underscore fan, Drew Galloway, Derek Young, Mason Voth, the KSO guys. We've had Cole Carmody give a handful of primers uh, from Go Paracat, shout to him. Had Tim Fitzgerald back uh, during Blitz Month. Um, first time getting folks from Go Paracat on. Again, it, it's never been a better time to be a K-State fan. All the different spots where you can get your coverage. Uh, Kellis Robinette, Kansas City Star. Um, 
guys from Cocaine Willie, you know, Chef, Fireball Matt, Bob Trollsby, love all three of those guys. The Aggieville Alley Cats, Ace and Connor, uh, some of the best work when, when you're talking about K-State sports. Absolutely love it. Taylor Bratt, Chuck Lilly from K-State football. King Marco Bourne, my guy over at K-State basketball. Absolutely love him. Shout out to everyone at K-State who helps uh, you know, make things happen when it comes to getting guests from K-State on the show. Um, just a big shout out to everyone. And, and I'm, again, we've had probably over 100, well, probably not 100, probably 50 different folks come on this year on Bosco's Boys via Primer, Blitz Month, guests, all that type of stuff, live shows. Hell, if you include the live shows with the Boneheads, probably over 100 people this year. Uh, I can't remember and I can't thank all of them, but everyone who helped make this year possible, thank you so much. And then special shout out to Grant. We talked about it on the Drunk Q&A, but uh, co-founder of this show, the original co-host, uh, he's doing his own thing, uh, you know, Whenever Grant comes on, it's special um, because he's a dad. He has a lot of stuff going on. He can't he can't talk about every small little detail of K-State sports. But, again, a, a shout-out and thank you to him. And a shout-out and thank you to my family and friends as well. I got two great parents. They come on uh, at least once a year. Uh, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Um, I have the best parents. My brother came on for the Big 12 road trip. Uh, even though he's a KU fan, uh, recent, got his master's degree, um, I think it was last year. Hell, he's probably had his master's for a while. He's a smart kid, great teacher, great coach. Um, so shout out to my family, uh, sister-in-law, Andrea as well. Um, they help, uh, you know, su- not support, but, th- but they encourage the passion. Um, shout out to Alice, one of our best boneheads, family friend. Um, always listens, um, loves to give her sister crap and make her listen to it as well, even though she doesn't want to, but shout out to Alice, shout out to the boneheads everywhere. Um, and yeah, it, it, it is Christmas time. And, uh, you know, look, th- this is the, the reason for the season, um, talk. So if that's not for you, that's fine. You, you can move on. But, uh, I have all these different Christmas traditions. I have, these movies that I want to watch. There's songs that I like to listen to. I, I have festive cocktails. I, I, I write all these different Christmas cards. Chauncey and I go and look at Christmas lights. Um, and, and I love all that type of stuff. I love going out and buying gifts. I love the commercial stuff to it. I'm not going to pretend that I don't. But the whole reason for this, and, and I hope it is not lost, and this isn't something that I think I've ever done on the show, but uh, the, the, the reason for Christmas, um, the Christmas holidays, celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I know for so many folks in 2023, um, religion and faith is waning. Things are getting more secular than they ever have. Um, and, and I would just like to say that if you are someone who has faith and has lost it, or if you are um, someone who, who just isn't sure, someone who's turned off by you know organized religion, or you, you, you've been burnt by a church in the past, I, I would just like to say, um, listen to your heart, and I hope you find your way back and. and Consider, you know, going to a service at, at the Episcopal Church uh, truly welcomes everyone. It, it is not exclusionary. 
um, truly a church and a home for anyone in their faith. Um, uh, so, so in this Christmas period or in 2024, uh, if you feel that you've lost that and you're looking for it, or uh, you're trying to find a spiritual home, just you know, maybe maybe give it a try. The Episcopal Church truly welcomes everyone. Um, you know, it, it's it's a lot of the traditions of maybe in a, a, a traditional church, but very open. So consider consider church a visit. Um, and, and I do wish you guys all a very 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 merry Christmas. No matter how you choose to celebrate, whether it is going to church, whether it is uh, secular, whether it is just uh, the idea of giving. Uh, all in all, r- regardless of your feelings around uh, what Christmas means to you, I, I do hope it is filled with uh, charity, filled with being around your loved ones, with cheer and merriment, uh, being able to spend time with your friends. I, I just hope that whatever this season means to you, you can make the most of it. Uh, at the same time, I know that it is not always a great time for everyone. Um, uh, you, you may not have some of these great family traditions. You may not be able to surround yourselves with loved ones. You might be feeling lost or lonely. Um, but I want you to—I I want you to hear this. If that is you, uh, this show, myself, Bosco's boys, Scott Wildcat, w- whatever. If you're ever feeling alone, shoot me a DM. If you need to talk reach out. Again, during this holiday time frame and as we go into the new year, I know it is tough for some folks out there. So please, please, please reach out if that if that is you, if that's the boat you find yourself in. Um, because I, I, I want to be here for you if I can. Um, so I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to be back tomorrow with a top 10 episode. On the 27th, we'll have my bowl preview. On the 28th, we're going to have some primers for the game that afternoon. And then on the 29th, I'm going to have a reaction to the bowl game. We will start the new year with one final top 10 episode. Then we'll get back to covering the men's and women's basketball team and any football news that pops up as well. I want to wish you guys all the merriest of Christmases. If you're listening to this on Christmas, I hope you have a great day. I hope you, like I said, get to spend time with your family and enjoy the holiday. If you're go- if you're listening to this, if you're a loyal, loyal listener and you're going back and listening to this after Christmas, uh, I, I hope it was great. I hope you have a f- just a phenomenal final year of 2023 and like i said thank you so much thank you so much to everybody who just made this a a great year and and that continues to make things um magical here at bosco's boys so uh you're gonna hear the christmas intro through the entire 12 days of christmas it's bad luck it is very bad luck to take your Christmas decorations down until the 12th day. Uh, so keep it going. Uh, th- we're going to keep it going. The Christmas intro music through the end of uh, the 12 days. But uh, this probably is going to be the final night where, or final episode where we end with a Christmas song. We'll get back to the alma mater, the cat attack, and some of that uh, traditional stuff. Um, but again, one final time, I want to m- wish you a very, very, very Merry Christmas. 
for Chauncey, the best dog in the world. My name is Scott McFarlane. We truly love you guys here at Bosco's Boys, and we can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Again, one final time, Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. Network.